0: Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the unificationist community as Hundoke. Today, we are reading from the Pyonghwagyong. Pyonghwagyong Book 10 True Parents, the Hope of God and Humankind Speech 5. The Messiah and True Parents January 27, 2004 Shilla Hotel, Seoul, Korea. Address at True Parents Birthday Celebration Banquet for participants of the World Summit on Leadership and Governance. Distinguished leaders from around the world, respected dignitaries from Korea and other countries, ladies and gentlemen. This banquet was prepared to celebrate my 84th birthday and the birthday of my wife, Dr. Hak Chahan Moon. Instead of receiving congratulations on our birthdays, though, the two of us would prefer to offer this banquet to the saints and sages in the spirit world who are present here now, to blessed families in the spirit world, and to the participants of the World Summit on Leadership and Governance. Humanity Inherited False Love, False Life, and False Lineage I understand that you have been engaged in discussions and meetings during the past few days on the theme, Good Governance for a World in Crisis. I know that your hard work and passion will combine to create the opportunity for new hopes and dreams to be planted in a world that slides deeper into crisis with each passing day. I would like to express my most sincere gratitude to each of you again for coming to my homeland, Korea, to join me in opening the fourth year of Chenilguk, the kingdom of peace and unification. This is a new year of great hope. Throughout my life of more than 80 years, I have maintained a tradition of speaking only the will of heaven. This evening, in keeping with this tradition, I would like to convey to you Heaven's Message entitled, The Messiah and True Parents. In the beginning, God created human beings as his children. They were destined to grow to maturity, form families with his blessing, and multiply his descendants for endless generations in a lineage of goodness unstained by sin. The first human ancestors, Adam and Eve, were to have attended God as their vertical True Parent. Then with the True Parent God as their axis, they were to have become the substantial, horizontal True Parents. In such a world, the word Messiah would never have come to exist. Their family would have been the ideal family reflecting God's ideal of creation, and the world would have been the kingdom of heaven on earth where God's ideal of creation would have been completed. After living out their lives in this world, human beings would have automatically been registered as citizens of the kingdom of heaven in the spirit world, where they would have lived eternally in freedom, peace, and happiness. Perfected Adam and Eve would have communicated directly with God using their five spiritual senses, and at the same time, they would have worked freely with the physical creation using their five physical senses. They would have lived as true owners, true parents, and true king and queen, representing both the spirit world and the physical world. However, with the fall of the first human ancestors, all humanity descended into a hell of hopelessness from which their efforts alone would never free them. Their five spiritual senses became paralyzed. They fell into a state similar to that of a blind person. Their eyes appear to be normal yet do not function at all. Forced to live with just their five physical senses, they were only half human. They could not see God. They could not hear his voice or feel his touch. So how could they experience his love as their own parent or understand his suffering heart? The Messiah is the true parent of true love, true life and true lineage. Satan forced his way into the parental position that rightfully belonged to God, pretending to be the parent. He placed humanity in complete bondage, making them his slaves. For this reason, the love, life, and lineage that we possess today is false. It is exactly that false love, false life, and false lineage first planted in Adam and Eve which persist in us today. What great pain God must have felt as he watched human beings, born to be his direct lineal children, receive Satan's false lineage and descend to the position of servant of servants. Because God is a God of principle and law, he would not reject the principles by which he created, nor violate the ideal of creation that he established. So, he has had to wait tens of thousands of years before introducing the Messiah to the course of the providence of salvation. Different religions refer to this person by different names, such as the Maitreya, the Man of the True Way, and the Returning Savior. However, the person humankind needs to open the way, and the person sought by God, is one and the same person, the Messiah, who is the True Parent. Who, then, is the Messiah, and what is he like? He is the owner and substantiation of faith, hope, and love for the individual and also for the family, tribe, society, nation, world, and cosmos. The faith and hope that remain on earth will finally bear fruit only in an age when humanity attends this person as the Messiah. This fruit contains the life and breath of human history. This fruit links human beings with heaven. Our past, present, and future are linked to it. The Messiah comes for the sake of human beings who became forlorn orphans after losing their parents through the fall. He becomes our substantial true parent, true owner, true teacher, and true king. He is the substantiation of God's true love, true life, and true lineage coming to restore his lost children who have been groaning in travail under a false parent to bring them back to their rightful position as the true sons and daughters of God. Jesus came as the true parent. Ladies and gentlemen, heaven sent Jesus to earth 2,000 years ago as the Messiah. Jesus was none other than the one who came to embrace the children who had lost their parents and to restore them back to the original ideal of heaven. He was the true parent. Through the fall, Adam and Eve lost their positions as true parents. They were unable to receive God's blessing and so could not form a union as a true husband and wife and could not produce true children. Their mistake meant God could not embrace a lineage of three generations including his grandchildren. So God tearfully made preparations for a period of thousands of years, establishing the nation of Israel as his chosen people. He then sent Jesus, the Savior and Messiah, through the lineage of Abraham. Jesus came as the leader in the struggle to establish, for the first time in history, the sovereignty, land, and people of the one nation of God. On that foundation, he could have changed the whole world from Satan's false blood lineage to the true blood lineage of God's goodness. Tragically, the people of Israel whom God had chosen did not receive Jesus, and as a result, he was put to death unjustly. The Messiah, Jesus, who could have restored the position of true parents, produced true children, and risen to the position of King of Kings, was prevented from establishing even the position of a true husband with God's marriage blessing. Because of this, he could not establish the position of true parents or multiply true children. Instead, he died on the cross. The marriage of the lamb of which the book of Revelation in the New Testament speaks is none other than the ceremony by which the Messiah receives his bride and forms the union of true husband and wife. If Judaism had received and attended Jesus at that time, the world of God's earnest desire, the world of his original ideal of creation, the peaceful kingdom of heaven, would have been realized on earth at that time through Jesus's descendants. As it was, the providence of establishing true parents that Jesus, the second Adam, was ready to fulfill was stopped in its tracks by the faithlessness of those who had been chosen. As a result, Human beings were told to wait for the second coming of the Messiah. Heaven had mercy yet again on pitiful humankind. Tune in tomorrow for the end of this speech on The Messiah and True Parents. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Godable is brought to you by the National Victory Fund and support from listeners like you. To donate, visit Godable.org. Thank you.